Welcome to What's New on the Scene. Today I'm chatting with Liv Hanna, who is a singer-songwriter originally from New York City in the United States and is now based in Miami, Florida in the US. Would you like to introduce yourself and guess a bit of your background story as an artist? Sure. Um, Hi guys, I'm Liv Hanna. I'm 20 years old and I'm a singer, songwriter, and recording artist. So I grew up in New York, and it was just the best experience. I love New York so much, but I like couldn't take the cold, so I applied to the University of Miami. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with our universities here or colleges, um, but it's in Miami, Florida, so I've been living here for like two and a half years, and my major is this crazy music major, which is another reason that I applied, and it's entrepreneurship and songwriting and producing and law classes. It's called Modern Artistry Development and Entrepreneurship. So it's really like everything in the entire industry. And that's why I was like, I really want to go here. And then growing up, I was always involved in music. My dad, it's one of his really big hobbies and passions. So he collects guitars and we have like a little studio in our house. And then, um, yeah, I did a bunch of shows. I was a huge theater kid growing up. Like, oh my gosh. I was in Into the Woods. I was Cinderella. And that was super fun for me, if, if you know that show. Um, so anyways, that was really fun. And when I was growing up, I did like the summer theater intensives, like the camps or whatever. And I did like New York Class Act, which is like an acting intensive. And I thought like, oh, I'm going to go for theater or be like that kind of music, you know? And then I like was songwriting. We'll, we'll probably get into this later, but that's where it started. And I didn't know where, what direction it was going to go. So what genre would you say your music fits into and has it sort of evolved as you've been releasing more music? Um, A hundred percent. So if you were to ask me this question, like three years ago, I would have said like indie pop, like Claro and like that kind of vibe. And now I feel like it's more like dark pop, like there was a time when I was like, oh, like Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish, like be all end all. But then Nessa Barrett released her album Young Forever. And that was super cool. So I kind of like that like dark pop vibe. There's another artist, Syl and Jade Lamac, I think, and like Fletcher and that whole vibe. Um, So yeah, just like a dark kind of like angsty pop. I'm trying to think of who else. Also like Amy Winehouse, like I love that kind of twang and like Miley Cyrus and like her individuality. So I think like all of that together. What was the defining moment where you decided that music was what you wanted to pursue as a career and sort of make a go of if there's been some challenges along the way? Would have been some challenges along the way. Yeah. Um. So I got the first part. So the first part, as I said, I was doing like theater and intensives. And I also had a like classical voice coach and I took piano with her as well. And she was amazing and she taught me so much but it was very like classical and Broadway and all of that and then when I was 11 in middle school I started to songwrite because I like learned the piano from her and like I was taking singing lessons and I just I wrote about the angst or whatever and being in middle school there were like silly songs but that's when it really started and then I started recording at 14 and I was just like always in the studio so I think like at 11 I was like this is what I want to do and then challenges I guess just like we're just like making a pri- making it a priority, mm-hmm. which like should be a challenge. Like it's like your dream, your passion. But like there are so many times that you have to choose like, oh, you have to go to like the singing thing or like this choir instead of like do like the school like dance competition or like join a sorority or whatever it is, you know? So like you always have to make that choice or like go to the studio till 1 a.m. instead of go out. So, but yeah, 
I love it. What music have you been listening to recently? Are there any standout bands or artists that you're always sort of coming back to? Um, Yeah, I'm like going through a phase right now. I go through like really weird phases with music. Like one time it was like all Miley Cyrus. Right now it's all like Y2K, like 2000s. And I like made all these new playlists. So it's like Rihanna and like Britney Spears and Gwen Stefani. But then I also love listening to 70s. And like I have the Rumors album, like the Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks. So I love that vibe. And also like Amy Winehouse and Nessa Barrett. Like, yeah. But I listen to everything. Like, I listen to rap and, like... Which bands or artists would you say influence your sound the most? Oh, I feel like I talked about this already. But, like, I really think it's, like, Miley Cyrus is kind of where I'm going now. And even, like, Pink. Like, I thought I was going to stay in, like, a Billie Eilish, Nessa Barrett lane. I don't know if anything makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of, like, whispery dark pop. And then I was writing, like, the past few weeks. And it was, like, Kelly Clarkson, like, Alicia Keys, like, kind of, like, singer-songwriter, like, belt, like, pink, you know? So it's, like, kind of changing. But we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. What is your go-to album or song that, no matter what mood you're in, you always come back to listening um a hundred percent hands down put your records on corinne bailey ray like i'll be having a panic attack like literally like you can't believe and someone puts it on and i'm just like i have to play it on repeat till i calm down no what is your creative and recording processes like and is there any advice that you want to give to new bands and artists that are navigating their songwriting and producing process mm-hmm Um, First of all, I'd like to say it's really fun. And the advice that I would give is that you have to be patient and like take the time to find your people, like patient wise, like finding like your team and your producer and your engineer, whatever, but also patient like with your song and the process because it can take months and like for it to be perfect and for your ideas to be like articulated the way that you want, you have to be you have to be able to articulate for yourself, like the sound that you want and like this is here and this is there, you know, like you don't want it to be released for like the world when it's not perfect. So it's just like having patience and like also not comparing like one song that you've written to like a past song and being like, oh no, like this is shit. Cause like, this was like my favorite thing that I've ever written. So I can't write again ever after this, Mm -hmm. you know? So just being patient with yourself too. It's like a whole lesson. Who would you say has given you the best advice about succeeding in the music industry? I would say so many people like contributed and offered me advice like my parents for sure. Um, my former manager, Guy Eckstein, Paul Pesco was like a really, he still is. Um, he's an insane engineer. He toured with Madonna like way back when, and he's just insane at what he does. And who else? Um, my producer now, PJ, at Studio 26 in Miami. I feel like I'm, like, thanking everyone. Jake Sonderman, like, he, like, I can't, I can't even. So, anyways, um, yeah. And they've offered me all, like, the same advice, you know? Like, you just have to be, like, patient with yourself in the process. You can't be like, oh, my God, how many streams? Or, like, I want this song done today. I want to, like, release, 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 you know? Mm. So, yeah. Who would you say have become the most influential people recently to allow you to pursue that career that you've always sort of wanted in the music industry? Mm -hmm. I think definitely 100% my parents. I'm actually an only child. 
So like, if it wasn't for them, I feel like I wouldn't have half the opportunity that I do, you know, especially because I'm an only child, like I, they're able to provide for me even more so I feel. And so I'm able to go to the studio, I'm lucky enough to record as often as I do and make songs with these people and make these connections and network and, you know, have my foot in the door, like when I go to a studio. So I really appreciate that. What would you say you've done over the years to make sure that you're able to focus on the music that you want to create and have it be the quality that you want it to be, but also having a balance between your friends and your family and I guess work outside of music? Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like, as I said before, it's about balance and it's about making choices and picking priority like what's important in your life and what are your goals and what's going to get you there so if it's like going to the studio instead of going clubbing or whatever it may be you have to like put yourself first and like what will get you results in the long run do you have any interesting hobbies outside of music I was thinking about this one I mean like I just songwrite and I sing karaoke like singing you know like in my bed um and I like I go to Pilates, <laughs> like, I don't know. I actually started, like, painting. Like, I have, like, my paintbrushes here and, like, canvases. Like, I used to do that as a comfort thing, and, like, I have, like, the colored pencils and stuff and, like, a little sketchbook. So, like, I'm not good or anything, but, you know, in the free in my free time, it's, like, self-care. So, yeah. What are three albums that you would put in a time capsule for future generations to discover? Hmm. I think I would say like a Beatles album just to throw it in there like maybe like the Abbey Road one or something um and then I guess Rumors Fleetwood Mac it's just like a classic and then I have to say a Kanye West album I know like there's a lot of controversy with like him as a person but his music like aside from whatever is like insane I I think like I he was in my top five of artists for like the past four years but I haven't listened to him in a while, so I don't know. But I can't even pick an album. Like, the Graduation one, like, the first album, or, like, Life of Pablo. But, like, I was a fan then. <laughs> so those three. Do you have any interesting stories about working with famous musicians or meeting celebrities that you've sort of wanted to meet for a long time? Um, I actually don't think I've ever, like, met a celebrity. Like, everyone has these, like, pictures of people or, like, crazy run-in stories and, like, I don't understand why that hasn't happened to me. Like, it really hasn't that I'm thinking back. It Like, I don't understand. But anyways, um, like, Paul Pesco, I guess, like, performed at Live Aid and, like, toured the world with Madonna. He's on, like, a bunch of records. And Guy Eckstein is, like, very well known in the music industry. Um, but, like, celebrities? Like, nothing comes to mind. It's kind of sad. Yeah. What would you say has been your favorite gig so far? My favorite gig so far. Yeah. So I haven't really done many. Um, but you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to get a band together. I've I've been ready. I am ready to gig. Like I feel like because of COVID, this isn't even an excuse anymore. But like that like kind of broke it up because before COVID, I like was gigging or whatever. And I did like a summer program and there was a songwriting competition and I was like in the 10 winners. So then we did a whole show in Boston. So like, and I think I was like 17 or something, you know, so then like that created a gap and I just like need to get back into it. So yeah. What would you say is your favorite venue in New York and then also in Miami? 
Oh, in Miami too. Wait, I should like totally know this. The Hard Rock Stadium. Yes. And then um, Madison Square Garden, MSG, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. So your latest release, Back to Hell, was released on the 2nd of June this year. How was Mm -hmm. the recording and releasing process for that single? It was the best recording and releasing process I've ever had. Like, I'm not even kidding. Out of everything I've recorded, like stuff I've released and not released, it was my first time at the new studio um, in Miami, Studio 26. So I was trying out like a new team and like, not team, you know what I mean? Like different people and producers to see like what we get the vibe that I wanted. And they're just amazing. Like they're also really well known and like they've worked with Pitbull and all these amazing people. So that was just so fun. I love the studio. I love the vibes. And I would like choose to go there over going out. I would go like three times a week or something like Monday, Wednesday. And I would like stay and like order Chipotle. Do you guys have Chipotle there? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Okay. Um, So whatever, I would order like Uber Eats and we'd stay like all night, you know, and it was just so fun. Like I loved it. So yeah. What is your dream venue in the US and also overseas? In the US, um, I think Madison Square Garden, like hands down. And then or Coachella would be actually pretty cool Um, in LA, Palm Springs. Um, And then overseas, the O2 in London. I think, because I've never been to London and I really, really want to go and just have that experience. So So what does the rest of the year look like for you and your music? Um, The rest of the year, I've been recording like these past few weeks and like the summer I've been writing a lot. So I plan to release something in August, I think, because right now, maybe like beginning of September. I don't want to say anything too soon. And then I want to have another one like in November. I want to do two more releases by the end of the year is my goal. And then I was gonna do an EP because like I have all these songs that like go so well together and it's like the same vibe and it would be called Back to Hell and that would be the first one. But anyways, we'll see. Is there a song or album recommendation for the podcast listeners to check out that's being released by a band or artist from your local music scene in Miami? Oh, from my local music scene in Miami? Oh, I was going to say the Young Forever album by Nessa Barrett, but she's not in Miami. Um, I guess like like my friend Allie in Frost, she's in my music school. Um, Allie Haber, she's also like a singer, songwriter, recording artist, and she has songs on Spotify, so check them out. Yeah. Well, it's been great chatting with you, Olivia. Good luck with the rest of your recordings over the summer. And I'm sure your fans have been sending you some nice messages about Back to Hell and your other music that you've released. Thank you so much. Yeah. So nice to talk to you. You too. Make sure to check out Liv Hannah's music on wherever you stream your music. So there'll be a link in Everywhere. the show notes. And Spotify. you can. Apple Music, iTunes, Google, Amazon. Yeah. (laughs) And you can also follow her on social, so there'll be a link for that in the show notes as well. Make sure to follow What's New on the Scene on Instagram and Spotify and follow it on the other platforms that you listen to it as well. So a link in the show notes for where you can listen to all episodes of the five seasons of What's New on the Scene so far. We've been What's New on the Scene. See you next time. (laughs) 